Yo, what up? It's Vince McMahons. This is Chad Jeek, Slim Villain. And together we are the Fabulous Three Bros. You already know what it is. Subject to change. It's the Professional Wrestling Podcast where we break down all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else that's happening in the square circle. So let's get right to it. Yeah, he's definitely like a good get for them trying to kind of like develop a new, like a new era sound or like, you know, how each era NXT kind of has like, like a trademark sound like Maru Nala and then like Mm -hmm. afterwards. Yeah, Tom Phillips. I forgot his name. Yeah, I like I like that crew. That like, I like Nigel McGuinness. 16, Sixteen crew, like Tom Phillips, Byron Saxton, and uh, Corey Graves. Yeah, fact. I thought they were like the future of commentary. Yeah, and they were for a little bit, and then they fired Tom Phillips. <laughs> Mauro Ranallo worked like in uh, in bursts. I would say, like I don't know if you when they put him on weekly programming each week, it was starting to get like really tiresome. Like. And you could tell he had to like scratch for like new pop culture references that he needed to throw in there too. This this man was like scrolling Twitter, just like, what can I say? (laughs) He's like, and I mean, granted, he came up with something new every week. So, you know what? Props to Mauro Ranola. Yeah, but sometimes I was like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it was really a reach for a lot of those. I like to just imagine before the show, just like notes strewn everywhere, just going through like different like Twitter pages and stuff. He's like, he's like, what's Dragonfly Jones tweeting about here? What can I put? In, <laughs> what can I put to the show? How can I relate this to Roderick Strong needing somebody in the head? Ah, uh, what a time! It's been it's been a hell of a ride, I would say since since twenty that time. What's that time frame? Twenty twenty ish. To now or 2019 even before even? that was like 2018 yeah, like 2019 2018 yeah. but i'm just thinking about you know the last recent years we've had in wrestling especially since i'll put it this way the last time we spoke there were only five wrestling shows on weekly right now we got six like there's a whole new world of wrestling that we haven't talked about really now you know it, the stuff is developing fast Stuff is developing quick, you know. So it's just an interesting time frame, right? It's interesting, this era that we're in. Would y'all say, granted, we are, we're not really affected nostalgically much by the era, Attitude Era, but is this era leading towards being better than, like, those past eras that we think of? You know what I mean? Or, like, is it up it's to hard par to. with with what we consider the most peak eras in wrestling because when you look at the business side of it it's almost like how could you not say that this is like the biggest era in wrestling currently from, from a money standpoint it is but yeah. also like just the infrastructure of the company is at the point where it's like like a runaway a runaway train basically but um but yeah it's hard to compare the different eras that they have because like you look at like just how fundamentally different they are as like a company. I feel like this is like a lot more of like an entertainment company where like during the Agit era, it was a lot more of like a wrestling company. Yeah. And like, and you look at like, just like the amount of content that they have 
from the Attitude Era to now. Like at first, you just had two hours of Raw, and then a pay per view every month, a three hour pay per view, and then they added uh, two hours of SmackDown, and then you had like the three hours pay per view. Now you have basically a two hour show, like almost every day of the week for WWE. And then you have all these TV rights deals that they had. And then you add in the Saudi Arabia money. And then you have all these like sponsorship deals that they have like all over the place. So like there's so many like different. It's so different from now compared to the Attitude Era. I see what you're so saying. It's hard to compare like the two eras. I feel like in terms of. It's kind of hard because it's like. When people refer to the Attitude Era, it's like, what are they necessarily referring to? Are they referring to, like, the tone of TV weekly? Are they, like, referring to, like, how popular it is? Are they referring to, like, how much money they're making? Because, like, Attitude Era, like, it was, like, really popular and, like, super mainstream. But, like, the good stuff was really good and the bad stuff was, like, super bad. But, like, obviously, you just remember the good shit. Mm-hmm. And to that looking point. back at it with shaded lens because yeah like you know it i think it mostly was about this is true the popularity of it amongst like mm-hmm. younger adult males you know what i mean like teens in that era in that age and they went to and, school and they saw kids with the t-shirts on i think in that sense it's like you saw everybody with stone cold shirts on mm-hmm. or whatever a dx shirt or yeah rock or whatever and in even just in general though but when it's you think like about the, it now, it's like, how can you compare it when, it, like, even what you said, Chad, it's like, it's a different landscape, but I think different, like, people express their support differently, you know what I mean? Like, I want to wear a wrestling t-shirt, one, because most of them's trash, <laughs> yeah, and two, like, why would I do that when I can just, like, follow this person on Twitter, or I could buy their, whatever, you know? Yeah, like, the editor had, like, a different, like, cultural capital, because, like, there's way less options than there are now on TV, like, mm-hmm. most... Most people are watching, if you want to watch, like, television, then you watch, like, a couple of channels. So, like, you had, like, 10 million people at a certain point, like, watching wrestling on Monday night. Like, now, that's, what, like, 2 million, maybe? But but also, but then you look at, like, their social media metrics, and they're insane. You're, like, yeah. videos every week that get, like, 20 million views and everything. Yeah. Uso so, just cracked a crazy number. But so, it's like yeah. so funny. It's, also, it's hard it's to like, like judge, judge between the two eras and stuff. Because, like you said, like it's it was just like a part of the culture back then, like the Edge era. But yeah. there's like so many different pockets, of, like in different things now, like different niches that are like popular. That it's hard exactly. for like one it's certain like it's thing hard for something to, to pop off. So in so like strong. yeah, just to be the top like pop culture. There's like very few things like in society now that like yeah. expand across like every genre i don't know that i guess i'll say then like generally speaking what is y'all tone since we haven't spoken you know virtually or via you know this platform in the last few months what is y'all like general tone on wrestling now like are you enjoying it are you dreading watching each week or are you tired like how are you kind of consuming it now considering we got six days of wrestling sometimes seven give or take I've actually been enjoying a lot, like the past few months of wrestling, yeah. for the most part, honestly. Yeah, like I've like, I feel like I feel like too, because I feel like kind of in like a hot period right now. So like the crowds, I feel the crowds play like a big role in like making a yeah, show feel like feel I'm feel like alive. 
because you look at like just Raws from like 2017. Nobody's over on the crowd. Like nobody's <laughs> over. It was really bad. I was trying to push Roman. They're trying to push Roman as a baby face. It's not working. Like everybody else is suffering. Like those are awful, awful to get through. Now it's you got like five or six people that are like really over the crowd, like every week. So like it makes the shows a lot feel a lot better. It makes the show yeah, feel more I'll alive. Them Saturday collision crowds, been whew, they've been heat. I've been enjoying collision. Yeah. A lot. Oh, collision has been on fire. Well, I want to um I want to spin it to you, Dylan, because mm-hmm. I know um Dylan will not uh shy away from like missing out on something, you know. So I want to <laughs> know what Dylan is prioritizing at this moment. What has he been tapped into? I'm not gonna you Dylan. I could say nothing at all at this point. Yeah, I kind of like I I catch it when I catch it. So you you kind of like gotta go into like what you expect. So like yeah, I don't really have yeah. cable, so I just be kind of like watching it through fucking Twitter and shit. But yeah. when I do like have time to like actually catch a stream and shit, I watch NXT. NXTs are all right. The last few weeks I haven't seen, but I know like a lot of like people going back down to it. So I know they're doing good shit there. Honestly, NXT is one of the best like wrestling mm-hmm. shows, like pure wrestling. Like for me, in right ring, now, bell to bell, like it's one of the best wrestling shows on TV. Like for me you always right get now, banger every week. Yeah. My priority so list, mix. my list right now for my shows is collision. NXT. And I think I'm throwing raw on there. It's between raw and dynamite, but low key. I want to focus on collision since that's like the new hot thing on the streets. Like I mean, it hasn't even mentioned that's something that's totally been all. new. We no, haven't I respect just, it though. I respect we haven't it. talked about it, you know, not once. Dude, does Rampage still come on at this point? It still yeah. does, right? <laughs> all right, they need to stop with that. They need to chill out on that because that's kind of crazy. But man, yo, who would have thought three years ago we would be here sitting here with two wrestling promotions, both running over three shows a week. And one's about to do eighty thousand in a stadium a, show. <laughs> in a stadium show with a card that's barely even announced. Man, get the f- yo. They got MJF. Shit, yo. They got MJF. Adam Cole main eventing an eighty thousand seat stadium. Can you imagine telling somebody that that like two wrestlers who are like yeah, Adam not Cole even five MJF. <laughs> not even yeah. or made of anything a stadium show Eight, oh, like man. old timers would have like an aneurysm if they knew like <laughs> like oh uh, what does this become we gonna get into all in but fuck it let's start the show <laughs> this is where i will hit the music hmm. <laughs> leave the pause welcome back everyone to another episode of subject to change with your boys, the fabulous three bros. We need a new moniker. We need a new faction name. Um, I was thinking the Black Bull Combat Club. Oh <laughs> the Black Bull Combat Club coming out of Philly. You already Time know. <laughs> I have no rebuttal. The Black Bull Co- Podcast Club. <laughs> they call me the Black Bull Podcast Club. You already know, man. We back for another edition. Happy to return. Not gonna explain our absence because there's not there's not much to explain. I will say on a personal matter, I feel like I was going through some things over the last few months, but that's neither here nor there. But with that being said, I don't want to 
I never want to put negative energy or not the best foot forward into the show. You know what I mean? So if we if none of us are there feeling it, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you gotta take a step back. But I'm excited to be back because there's been a lot of shit going on. But um I don't want to delay anything any further. I'm your host, Vince, Vince uh D by V, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Being joined today by pro wrestling journalist himself, one and only. Chad G. I was gonna come up with another joke. <laughs> I was gonna say I was Chad gonna say G. suspense here. What's good? What's good, Chad? What's good people? <laughs> trying to think of something related to uh the Eagles. I feel, I feel like I got like the uh it's Christian of intros here. There's a lot of build up. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it's who is Christian. it? Who is it? Who is a king? I can't break the code. I can't crack the damn code. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. It's, it's blah, blah, blah. the head so anyways what's good with you chad man how you doing i've been good i've been good yeah. my birthday's tomorrow yeah birthday's tomorrow ring the bells ring the bells turning the big two six not really the big two six it's just <laughs> depending on how long this show by the way we bro. might ring it in with you oh that is true <laughs> all of us yo that oh wait no no you're not i'm older than damn you just turned 26 yeah damn i'm older than my miles damn. sanders year i can't think yo, of another Chad, you will never know how young dylan is <laughs> what, what? <laughs> this man bro crazy he got his he's got his youth in him I got like decades on him and shit. But anyway, that man, our, our third man in the group, the one and only, the, oh, pew, pew. pretty sure current champion in my own game universe, me and Dylan, hey, had a fucking, me and Dylan had two classics for one. Dylan came away my with, with my BCW X Division title. Oh, no. And Dylan no. is now on a roll right now. Slim villain, Slim Sensei. I think I missed him in the face. You said you Oh, got you Oscar? Yeah. Poison he missed miss. it. He probably did. I'm, yo, I'll be like, Dylan's character is just so, like, is odd. He's, I've been trying to, like, figure out how to book this guy. I'm like, what's his, like... He's cool, he's, he's cool as shit. He's cool. I kind of get it though. Like yeah, I get it. Same, I'm like this man got missed this shit. He's he's kind of like um, it reminds me of like the pocket of hip hop niggas that really fuck with like karate and shit. And, like yeah. well, Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. He, he's basically. a he's a he's a Wu Tang nigga, bro. He's, yeah, he's Wu Tang Tiger Mask, but like you know, also Rey Mysterio, but like Brock Lesnar and. So he's just like a brawling, <laughs> like mass wrestling that can spit. Nah, Dylan, Dylan's guy is a dope moveset. He's very like strike, uh, strike heavy guy. You know, yeah. Uh -huh. I had to put him in the dirt. It was I funny, did, like the the first also, time, like, like we Chad fought. People. He like he did this like dumbass move, and then he pinned me. But like the bar, like low key, the, I could have got it, but like that shit snuck up on me, and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> I can't get it. Game team. 
Yeah, that shit was Pretty wild. Sure I rode him up to beat him the first time. Yeah. But yeah, get my yeah that, that's always before. annoying in those games when somebody keeps petting you. <laughs> just hoping you mess up. I'll be forgetting. I'll be thinking, see, like, what happened was I thought he was going to kick out. Like, he legit fucked up. So, like, Bro, I really I beat like that. It. <laughs> it was, like, mad easy. I was like, what happened? Like, <laughs> That's actually a good strategy, but very annoying. If you just keep picking somebody, hopefully they mess up on the bar. Oh, that's yeah. what I did to my brother. Cause like, <laughs> while I play with him, sometimes he'd be, he'd be like about to beat me. I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> I, got, I gotta pull up the stop. Yeah, like, let me just keep pinning him until he like fucks up. You gotta start trying to This is such a sidebar, but did you see, have you seen any of the gameplay of AEW Fight Forever and like shit that's been going on with that online community? Oh, I saw that like they didn't have enough people for the stadium stand. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I heard that too. But well, actually, well, like, I didn't hear in that, the entire world, like yeah, for like they don't have like, enough uh, people for once to have like a server for it. Basically, there's like, there's like a lot of like people that have to be like involved in like that mode of like stadium stampede, and there wasn't like enough. I guess there was enough people like online at that time to like wild. fill fill the match. Well, what I've been seeing is a lot of online cheese going on. Like, I've been seeing people, like, <laughs> running around, like, outside the ring until, like, the last second or something, or, like, continuously throwing somebody out the ring and then, like, throwing them against the barricade, knowing that the time it takes for them to recover will not allow them to come back so, in for the ring count. And word loads, like, like OP. <laughs> you said he's OP? Yeah, I saw, like, word loads, like, OP in that game. <laughs> Believable. As he should be. Yeah, Warlord. But yeah, for this, me, this, this, that's sounding like a black, a black Friday cop more and more. The more I sound it, I uh, hear it. I would pay probably about 30 max for that. 40, give or take. I don't know. But anyways, that was not a part of our scheduled programming for this week. <laughs> because we are coming off of what was a pretty uh, hot SummerSlam card. Depending on how you felt about the outcome of it. But yeah. before we get into that... <laughs> Um, I know I keep saying I keep holding us back more and more, but we actually should just quickly talk about something that broke today. Oh man, how do I get out of full screen on this? Oh shit, what happened? What happened? Um, what did happen today? Well, let's see. Let's see. There's a new the, Japan uh, show Bray on Wyatt. the 18th. We should go to that. Why don't we go? Yeah, to I that? was gonna talk about Bray Wyatt. I actually prepped a little slideshow here in case we want. I wanted to see how this would work. But can we all see each other's faces still? No, I'm fucking crying. Yeah, I want to see how this will work. Let me see. Oh shit! You got a you got a slideshow. Um, I made a little presentation just so we can have like a visual background, but I don't know how it's gonna work. This wow. is so unexpected. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, what a surprise, right? I know. Oh man, we got new some we got new production. I feel like I've done a project. Uh, like in school on wrestling before and use like that and background. It looks, it, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's not many. I've seen this background so many times. I've seen it in other wrestling podcasts too. It's like, if you look up just wrestling backdrops, it's literally only this and another image. It's like no other generic ring backgrounds. But anyway, yeah, what, what, let's get into clickbaiting YouTube shorts. That's our next yeah. evolution. It's a podcast. This is what, that's why I'm like, if this Surprise looks good, or... how does it look for you guys? Do you see like, your do you what do you see as far as like the zoom wise? Do you see like I see whoever speaks? all three, you see uh, all three. I see okay. all three I see of all us, three. and then I see all three of us. Uh, okay, cool. 
that's what I wanted to see. So if this looks good, I want to see if that works. But anyway, lighting is ass. No, your light is fine. You're bright. It's like a little sun. Like it's, I see some some uh, shafts right there, some light shafts, but it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, some news broke this week or today actually regarding the details of what uh, or behind Bray Wyatt's absence over recent months. It was dropped by was this um broken by Sean Rossap? Yeah, I believe Fightful. Yeah, I think broke Fightful broke it, but. Apparently, Bray Wyatt's injuries that have um led him to being out for the last few months were life both life threatening and threatening to his career. Um, so for anybody that was looking for details regarding that, that is what's out there currently on Bray. So I just wanted to say, man, shout out to Bray Wyatt. I know we said a lot about him on the show, but needless to say, all this wrestling shit aside, you know, we always wish the best for people. Yeah, especially um, on a personal level. Like, I hope he recovers and hope he's able to get back to his career hope he's able to get back to his life and yeah just hope for the best for bray yeah man live a happy life too yeah bray fuck these niggas you know people gonna talk shit you know (laughs) (laughs) fuck including me yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'll be one of those people usually yeah Mm -hmm. about but always about the character not not about the man never never about the man that's really what is important, all right, Bray? Yeah. We fuck with you, man. <laughs> um, because, oh, there's somebody I want to talk about later that made it out good from a Bray Wyatt feud, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a moment. But like I said, we talked to you. To the hard pivot, hard pivot. How do I move to the, all right, there we go. SummerSlam just finished off last Saturday. We had a heck of a card. I actually wish I had a visual for all the matches, but off the top of your head, what was your favorite um, either outcome, moment from SummerSlam match? You can really go any direction you want to go with this. I'll leave it up to y'all. We could start with the main. I mean, if you want to start with the two faces, that's right there. They're staring right at us. Uh, I think I'm going to go with my my two favorite matches from the card were uh, Brock and Cody and Finn and Seth. Okay. I, I didn't really like the outcome of... Uh, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, but you were looking for a Finn win. I was, I was, just because it just seems that Finn is like cooked now from a main yeah. event title we picture were all perspective. Looking for a Finn win, right? Yeah. But so then, like that, but the actual that match, match was so was, great. That was a great match. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Both of them were in their A games for that. I Those they're making up for like their, their match they had in what was it, 2017, whenever yeah. Finn separated his shoulder and like had the rest of that match like injured but they're definitely making up for that you know what sucks i feel like the matches i like the most always have like the outcome that like just deflates it i feel like people underestimate well when i say people i mean like the bookers necessarily they underestimate how much an outcome can like take away from a match that doesn't Mm. like it doesn't take away that much from like how good the match was and like a but it leaves a lasting memory on you. You know what I mean? Like people will forget how good a match was if the final moment really was trash. So I yeah, I just may not go back and rewatch it because I'm gonna be like, damn, exactly. It's gonna make you mad. <laughs> <laughs> like for example, I, like I don't, I couldn't tell you if Booker and Triple H had a great match at WrestleMania 20 or whatever. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> 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 I watched that was like a couple years ago. 
I watched it a couple years ago for like the first time. I it might maybe ever the, the whole match. I was like, yo, this this is egregious, right? Oh shit. Especially at the end when Triple H hits one pedigree. And especially in that era, like Triple H was never hitting anybody with just one pedigree. And like that was it. Hits it with one pedigree. And it takes like 20 seconds to cover Booker. And you think like he's gonna kick this out, is, but no, nope, that's the end. But man, but Finn and Seth, that was that was my favorite. That was my favorite match. Uh besides yeah. the ending. The other one would be like I don't know how many matches were. Gunther and Drew. I don't nine, really like the cash in, but let's say eight. I think that was yeah, probably like the. It was a good match, but like it was like the weakest of like the series of matches that he had with like Drew and mm-hmm. Sheamus, Sheamus and like Sheamus and just and Gunther. Yeah, it just felt like they were like punching and kicking each other for like. Yeah, it was just chops and slaps. I mean, Guther doesn't have a bad match at all. He doesn't. Yeah, he, no, it wasn't a bad yeah, match. His baseline but... is like still like. And I think good match. the baseline. <laughs> that was pretty much baseline Guther match. Like it, it was a good match. That was it. It was just good. Nothing to really wow you, but you know, up to par with what I would expect. Yeah. Um, R- Ricochet. Say... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Ricochet Logan. I was gonna I'll say to like that. I feel like I feel like it was a good match too, but like the way they were talking about it, I felt like they were gonna do some like. They're talking about like this match being like viral and everything and like yeah. some insane. And I feel like it, I feel like they kind of put them too hot expectations on the match, where yeah, it was like think... a good match, but it wasn't like anything too insane. I feel like it should have been more through. like story, story and in, intertwined into it. Like they could have, like I feel like what Roman does like so well in his matches that makes like it, I guess like go viral is like he's like super cinematic so it's like he goes overboard sometimes he goes overboard. <laughs> well yeah he goes you gotta be like all right we gotta remember one. I'm, I'm like yo wrap it up wrap it, it up <laughs> like, like like let's get back to the match bro <laughs> like goddamn. i just mean as far as like moments and matches i feel like that's what like the bloodline they should have did something with samantha well. they waited too long to bring samantha into the story i thought she had a good um like sell at the end of the match. Like yeah, she, that was she good. like she like made herself like cry at the end when she had to announce him as the winner. I was like, yo, that's a good acting right there. <laughs> I got a fantasy booker for Ricochet I want to mention. But um <laughs> before we kind of dive into the full card, I I'll say my favorite was Cody Brock for sure. Um I yeah. definitely had a weird viewing experience like first time well live I didn't really watch like full on I kind of just had it on my phone because I was out but um I did watch the replay. I did not watch the women's match in full. I haven't even watched the Roman and Jay Uso match at all. I haven't. I, <laughs> um, I saw the outcome, and that was pretty much what I came to see. And, yeah. So before we dive into that, Cody, I don't know what I don't know how much more I can commend this man, how much more over he could be, but right now, the propaganda is strong. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm drinking this milk of Marknesia right now. I'm soaking it all in. I'm fully into Cody Rhodes. And we're going to get into it after after we talk about SummerSlam. But fuck it. I just wanted to say, God damn, that match was really mm-hmm. what was really my arrival moment for Cody. Like, And this is what I was looking for. So, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, and I was, I was questioning before the match. I was like, how are they going to do... Because they didn't put a stipulation on this match. So I was like, man, how are they going to... 
They had two fuck-ups. Make this, fuck ups, make he, this he like interesting. Yeah, what the fuck was that? He hit him with <laughs> the steps. They had I two. Guess... No, first of all, they had two moments that fucked the night up for me, as far as referee wise. One, Cody hit him with the steps. But what they didn't explain, what they should have did was how they should have said referee discretion. Yeah, yeah, right. The they should have said that. Yeah, they could have like, easily oh, covered up for that. Referee, like Brock Lesnar. Like, Co- like Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar both don't want this match to end in like a disqualification. The referee knows this too. Like he's gonna be Who was commentating Kevin Patrick. Was it Kevin? No, Patrick? it was McCole. McCole. McCole McCole made it even funnier. Brock sold it like he stubbed his toe. <laughs> he was just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> it, it probably didn't feel like a pinch yeah. them a little bit. Uh, Yo, but that he, match was fire. Yeah. Yo, Brock Lesnar, like if. Brock Lesnar like will sell for you if you like actually like yeah he will sell his ass off for you in a match because he was selling for Cody hard in that there and as and you then, can see if if he respects you he'll show it to you afterwards because apparently that was unplanned that shit was Brock weird up to a woman shaking his hand Cody didn't I, expect it either I like Cody's reaction to it too just like genuine shock just like I'm always, I'm always suspicious of stuff like that like maybe just like the cynic me I'm like was it really wasn't really unplanned, especially because like, like Triple H and Cody are like they're known for the big fish type tales. Yeah, should be like, was it? <laughs> yeah, like was it? But who knows? It was a great moment. Either way, regardless. Care. Add to the yeah. Add to the K-Babe for me. I, I really yeah, build, build. See, that's like a that's the thing K-Fabe I like about boss. Cody. That's the <laughs> thing I like about Cody. He builds he in the a seat, classic like, wrestler. He's a classic wrestler in the sense that he will do the myth building. And I think that is an element that's missing from some people in a wrestling yeah. that does need to be brought back. And I think it has suited him very well is that you don't know the line between reality and fiction with Cody Rhodes a lot of times. Like you don't know, like you don't know when he is the American nightmare and when he's like, mm-hmm. when he's being like himself. It's like, indistinguishable. Right Brace <laughs> everywhere. I still yeah. don't know if he's really good or if he's working media. It's, it's like how it's like people like, said. That's what, that's what I like about it. I'm like, how for a while, say I was saying he was shitty. Like, for a while, I was like, <laughs> he's forced. He's like trying so hard. And they became and finally, it. Finally, <laughs> he became it. He, he became it in front of my eyes. How how but, Ric Flair transformed from Richard Fl- uh, Flair, whatever his name was, to being yeah. the nature boy. And that's just how he is. To this day, now, what I, it off. I actually watched a little bit. Have y'all seen a bit of the Peacock thing, his American Nightmare shit, whatever? Well, I still got to catch that. I, yeah, I want to watch that, though. Watch I want to watch that, though. But if you... I watched only maybe like about half of it, but I've learned some things about him that I didn't know. Now, And I th- it really allowed me to um respect him more. I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but I didn't know that he was like an amateur wrestler, you know, growing up. I knew that. that. I knew that, that from the like, he wrestled like Xavier Woods story. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. That was so fucking hilarious to me. Xavier Woods was like, uh, "Oh, they put that in." <laughs> yes, he was saying like his <laughs> his like his teen teen mind was like imagining him wrestling Cody and impressing Dusty so that Dusty could like sign him basically <laughs> <laughs> or like train him up to be a wrestler. He's like, "This is my key. This is my key to making in the business." Like beating Cody's ass. I just picture like teenage uh, Austin. Yeah, I bet he really was like thinking that too. Thinking that, like I was like, "Yo, he's all psyched really up for it." <laughs> and I picture him like really dedicating, like, "No, I'm gonna face him. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat him." And like, Dusty's gonna recognize me, and I'm like, <laughs> but 
But anyways, <laughs> go, yeah, check out check out the doc because I feel like um the propaganda is helping. Um, <laughs> the propaganda strong. But yeah, that was gonna be our next topic, Cody, and um just like the decision for him to lose. But I do want to just touch on the last bits of SummerSlam before we move on. Um, your guy, how about LA Knight finally getting his arrival moment too? Yeah, Along, Cody. Had yeah, I liked it. LA Knight. Yeah, I fuck with it. You know what? You know what I will say about the battle royale though. I always like. Mm-hmm. It's nothing against like. Well, I guess it is, but what you I guess? just don't like battle royales. Like pointless right, battle. Come on. There's like you Who don't win. like a bunch of niggas in the ring. <laughs> yeah, know. right. Yeah, it took you a moment to think about it, right? <laughs> no, but like, yeah. why doesn't he get anything? Like, he wins a battle royale. He doesn't what? get a title shot. Like, he gets a fucking commercial. Are you kidding me? That that he's a film commercial. In and like, he filmed in five minutes. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Oh uh, no! It's just, it's, yo, just a, it's just a pet peeve. Yo, battle, when, you know? when I saw somebody saying that, like, also, I think it was Bill After in the press conference said, like, like, oh, why was a U.S. champion in the battle royal? I was like, Austin Theory was in the battle royal. I didn't even notice that he was in there. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. I didn't, until he said that, I was like, he was in the battle. When was I he in the battle? Too. I was. Like, he should have yes. had a match. Why didn't <laughs> they just do him versus L.A. Knight? You want to know <laughs> why, why they didn't do matches? it? Because L.A. Knight would have lost. Now, I mean, he shouldn't have. He, should he shouldn't have, but he would have. That would have been dumb as hell. I think he should beat him. Yeah, just beat him. Like, it's, it's, this is cooked. This has been cooked since before when WrestleMania. I think about somebody to take that title off theory, that's my first thought. Austin what's going to happen Austin tomorrow been... on Friday, but... What if they move him to Raw? Who? LA Knight? LA Knight. Well, yeah, I mean, we. Was, I was going to talk about that in a minute. Um, let's Austin... Is there anything else from... From SummerSlam that y'all want to hit up on? Y'all not going to talk about the uh, tribal combat match? Oh, the uh, triple yeah, right? Like dude, but no we didn't even talk about match. we didn't even talk about the women's match. We didn't talk about a cash in there. Oh, yeah. We got to call. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah shout out to the, the genius of the sky. Bianca Belair becoming a three-time Belair. champion for yeah, about 30 so seconds. What, the <laughs> shortest. Yeah, glanced over. The yeah. shortest. Hey. She, yeah, she hey. Hey. She said she was the EST. The fuck? Come on, keep it consistent. <laughs> but um, the brand. I like, I like how, it. I like it. Eo cast them cool. I like how yeah. Bailey uh, and Eo took out all the people that were stopping them the weeks before the match. I like that little detail. They yeah. beat them up. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, nope. They're like you're not interfering this time or taking you out before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Cash on the side. I'm just kind of like where we at now. With you know, I want to see what they're gonna do with Eo. They already been struggling enough to keep the women hot. And I'm yeah. worried personally that they're not going to do a great job with your title run. But I'm still happy for her. That was but, a great one. That was a good uh, moment. We know we know how they treat these money in the banks back. for the women. Yeah, why do they do that? I wish they would have It's a hot moment, but it's like, what now? Like, what are we going to do after this? Yeah, I feel like they don't That's plan this saying. out for, like, long term. That's their issue with these money in the bank cashings. Like, I feel like you got to have, like, a solid, like, three-month plan. For your person that cashes in, like what they're gonna do immediately after the cash in, and like who their next two feuds are afterwards. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what you should work from. But it feels like they just work from, okay, we had them cash in. Now what? <laughs> and then like, I don't know. And I thought they had a plan of a uh, set for Priest too, but that was kind of hinging on if Finn won the title. But now it's just like, now I'm not even sure what. Nah, I do. don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I, feel, I, I still I think he was, he's gonna be he was successful. still cashing on. Man. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. If he don't successfully cash in, I wouldn't be mad. Really? I'm not at the point where <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad. Really? Because it, it is his fault. How... I'm blaming him for his <laughs> loss. Okay. <laughs> but hold up, That's hold up. But since since we didn't really talk about money in the bank, what do y'all think about Priest? as a potential well as a money in the bank holder and as a potential world title holder because y'all were originally the ones that was so fucking hype yeah, about remember that? I had a being and i was like slow down what a great time slow down yeah we were we weren't on crack we were on the wave before everybody else got on here we were on the we were on the bandwagon before we were carrying that the 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 Demi no see this is how this is how niggas do you know? like like they'll scream they'll scream shit louder than everybody else and be like no nobody else is doing it I fuck with Priest too I just wasn't ready to say he could no, beat no, Roman you your, you in twenty twenty one Austin Theory that's you nah, get your you know what bro? real no. niggas see talent from the from the first day real <laughs> niggas can see a star you know yeah right I always I know how to pick them bro I keep telling you. This man Whatever, chose Austin bro. Theory and then see. So I guess I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him. But no, I, I, I have always focused Priest. You know, he he needed he needed that work that he's going through the last two years. Um, he did. He did need yeah. that. Yeah, we was really in the trenches with that whole I'm Damien, I'm Priest saga. I'm da- <laughs> I like I like the little the little that shit was arrow bad. that he did too. The little arrow to the shadow in his entrance. When he go back to the to the what what he used to call himself the the, the archer weight, infamy the archer infamy yeah. when he go back he to that that shit gonna be crazy he gonna be like now if you had to pick right if you had to pick between keeping Finn in the judgment in the judgment day or keeping Priest who would you go with with the caveat that JD McDonough is joining I mean. That, that's his son, basically. That's but that just seemed, don't it seem weird to have both of them in the same group? They look the same. They Not look necessarily. The same. They I just, both ex- the exact same height. They need a big dude. You need a big I mean, he's bobblehead Finn Balor. JD McDonough. What weird. I want to see is JD like finagling him out the group on some like. On I think some, that's what's going to happen shit. at this point. Because he's think the so? one that doesn't have success. Yeah, because Finn, it makes sense. Like he, for him to betray his mentor. Of the group. Like, for him to betray his mentor, mm-hmm. Chad's gonna, right too. They're gonna do him like they did Edge. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, he's gonna true. do him like Edge. So yeah, Karma is losing, and they're like, you know what? We're better than you. We don't need your guidance anymore. Like we don't. Like we can do better on our own. That's the same this, thing's gonna happen to Finn Balor. Does this mean that all those losses to Seth mean that we're about to get a good guy, Finn? That's like, was that was that what all this was about? Is, are they about to make oh, the switch? No. I mean, I just you, think it's gonna you get make more the switch. You could just make them edgier, but still keep. I mean, you can have a babyface edgy Finn. You know what I mean? But, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, seen but that. he's a loser. I don't, he's been <laughs> smiling too much. When the, that was the problem. We haven't um, seen babyface like an edgy babyface Finn. We've just seen like smiley Finn Balor. Really, is a babyface. Every time you try to go to his NXT version, they like cook him. It's I true. mean. It's weird how uh, they like don't. This is hard. Don't want to give him the ball. I feel like it's his hard. injury is like why they won't give him the ball. The but catalyst. it's weird because it's like I don't think so. I think it's just a fair. matter. Of, I think it's a wrong. matter of just who's at the top right now. Seth is Seth. Don't put it past how much Seth is cooking too right now. Seth is on another level at this moment. I mean, I but Seth. That. Also... And when you think about when you think about who can carry 
this programming right now opposite Roman and opposite this whole bloodline shit we got going on. Seth got to be the one to carry that title for now. But Judgment Day, that, uh, listen, listen, Day's on like 15 segments. They, I'm gonna, oh, they carry it. And, and, and then that would be an extra you. one. That would be an I'm extra a, segment we don't need. Listen, I'm going to give a controversial tight. opinion right now, right? Listen, Seth absolutely needed this, this world title, all right? <laughs> but now that he's had it, I don't think he really like needs the world title now. I think I could agree to that. Also, like part of it is kind of due to the fact, like like you said, like Roman's on the other side, and they're like, shit, we've had Roman like doing this long ass title reign for so long. We haven't had anybody else to like be built up to the world title material. So because Roman's been champion for so long. Seth hasn't been able to be champion. So they're like, all right, now we got to get Seth his world title stint, which is cool, but like, it just like backtracks everything. Not necessarily backtracks, but this could just be like that discussion where it's like, damn, when is Roman's reign like, how much is it really affected? This is off topic completely, but mm-hmm. I think it kind of has part, no, parts it, to do it, with no, it. It all makes sense from what you're saying because. It it's a trickle effect from the top. And that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. It's like when we look at the landscape they're trying to create with this Roman shit, mm-hmm. you gotta look around at the other pieces you have to play with and who are they trying to position in those spots outside of what we have come to know. You know what I mean? And it's like we know that if if Roman is Hogan, then that means Seth is Macho Man. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's just, to me, it just seems like it's a pivotal point right now for us to, like, really set the landscape up so that we can appreciate other shit that's going on that's not Roman, basically. Because you just like look at the bloodline position. and you think that that's the, like, it is the main focus, but if that's all that you're looking into, I could see how this shit would get tiring, right? But for me, I'm like, I don't know. They, we here. Like, that, that's all I can say. We here. I they make like the it really line... easy, though, because, like, the bloodline, they're not even on Raw, but, like, you turn on Raw, and they have a good, like, 40 minutes dedicated to bloodline recap, and it's like, damn. Enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the hell? Bro? Honestly, they talk. become, like, I feel like they're, be- like, especially after, like, this, like, after the, the Jimmy Uso reveal and turn, I feel like they're becoming one of the like least interesting like they're they're moving down like from like the top of what i'm, I'm interested in to like going down down yeah mm-hmm. like there's other things i show that i'm more interested more other storylines that i want to see play out more than the bloodline i feel like we're yeah. getting to the point where it's like getting redundant it's getting them. too for me i'm getting too excited like to see this next phase you know i what feel I mean? like, like i feel like too excited they can to see... up during wrestlemania season but between then, I feel like they've just been they're just gonna keep spinning the wheels. Yeah, with like the family drama between, like between Roman, Jay, Solo, Jimmy. And for it's, me, it's not even like the story that's the problem. It's just the fact that it soaks up so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that it, it takes an hour. So many other people. It, and it goes off of like kind of what Seamus was talking about in that interview. I don't know if you saw it, but he was just saying like, basically that he wishes that more of that time could be spent on other people. And I agree with them because it's like, yeah, this is like one of the greatest things they've come up with in the last, I don't know how long, but 
we have so many other like talents that's just like really just like clawing at the bit to get some time like la night is the first example i think of but like on any other day if it was not for roman i'm pretty sure la night would have been in title contention right now you know what i mean or he would have been he would have been maybe a main event player i don't know it's yeah. hard to say it's because like, I feel like they still building it up. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they're not doing a disservice because it's like they still making up. They're still making it seem I, like a lot of these people are better than what they what they started out as, you know? I think they're taking for granted, though, how like genuine, like not genuine, how just like, uh, what's the word? How Maybe like natural the story has progressed? I don't like know. how natural it was at first. That's the word. Yeah. It's like people were enjoying how like natural everything was coming together and then once they saw they kind of had like this this gigantic like phenomenon that everybody loved i feel like they like are now like all right shit we got to keep it how going. do we keep this going yeah, it's like yeah. marvel kind of yeah it's just yeah. kind of like a like a broken analogy but like marvel how like after endgame they they've like entered this new phase but now they have like 15 different shows you have to watch on Disney mm-hmm. Plus to understand. Like, this yeah. it's, before, a, it's almost it's a completely different analogy. Like, it would kind of almost it would almost be as if Endgame got stressed out over like three trilogies, like and they were just like, we can't, <laughs> we can't finish Endgame. Like this is keep going on, and every year they're just like another movie coming out next year. Yeah, it's like new, yeah, we're not gonna new, finish. It's like no <laughs> new unknown not, Uso not ending yet. <laughs> it's like, like ending oh yet. my god, <laughs> Thanos from another timeline came. You said this <laughs> time, this time it's it's Roman turning on Jay, or this time it's yeah. Jay turning on Roman. It's like what the fuck is going on? So right? I mean, but but, but to to Dylan's point of how naturally the storyline progressed, there was a little. I remember us talking about that for like a couple months before Sammy came in and like. He, he revitalized the storyline because yeah, it yeah. was a, a giant lull with the bloodline. We just felt that they were doing the same thing over and over again. And, and then that's Sammy hoping, injected new life into them. I'm hoping we can that catch that lightning in a bottle again with somebody else. If like, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the problem doesn't have to necessarily be Roman holding the title. I feel like the problem lies with the fact that we've kept it in this bloodline, you know, thing if you really want to damn like, you're right it down it it's like person. it's like that's not the bloodline storyline exactly that's what i'm saying it's like who like mm-hmm. roman hasn't had like a solid challenge outside of the bloodline or even like Sami Zayn, kevin owens yeah like, they're like adjacent like, wow. to like that yeah in a long time so it's like yeah almost like i could see him him just being involved in the new crop of talent that's on SmackDown could be enough, like to keep me kind of going through another year. I'm just damn. Like, you know I'm mean? not. No, this doesn't need another year. I, I, this got to end. I, but I'm just saying, like hypothetically, <laughs> if it were to go on, at least it gets you through WrestleMania. Season. I'm just saying, yeah. like if it were to go on, it's possible they could breathe life into this again by taking chances. With other they do. Like, they they do. don't have to be locked in with the bloodline. And also, even with Roman's character, he's been technically the same character for three years maybe it's time for him to evolve a little more maybe we can evolve the character to even past he's what the, the mega mob boss See, that was yeah, my, like that he, was my mob boss but what is what is he past the mob boss now what's next that... clearly unhinged <laughs> see that was part of my justification for why i thought that you should have lost that lost at wrestlemania 39 is that you would see that like next evolution of roman as this like paranoid, oh, I want to see like, the mad king, chief. King I want to see the mad chief. Yeah. 
I want to see the mad chief. He's so at that bad. crowd. Like, what is he gonna do next? Like, you could tell he's a he's a ticking oh, time bomb here. That's a, that's a whole other arc still left oh. to discover. That's for when he leave for Amos a, a WrestleMania and come back like eight months later. <laughs> Heyman said we in the bottom of the third or whatever he said. That man on crack. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, he, he's just selling his story. On this type of time frame. I was doing the calculations earlier. That means one inning is four months because last time he said this, he said we was at the top of the third. That was four months ago. So that means this Roman era will be over in three years. Yeah, when he retires, that's the last inning. His title run will be over in three years. This might be a controversial take, but I I know you didn't see the full match, but I thought Heyman was like, I didn't think he was that good on, on Saturday. I think he was overdoing like a, it. Yeah, like it was just like every five seconds, it's like Jay, that's your cousin. Is it's he getting tired of it too? I'm like, oh my god, like is I he like, tired like, of it? Like, totally just, I think it becomes down. like a parody of cartoonish. Itself. Yeah, it's like when you're when you're already tired of it, which I feel like a lot of people like are <laughs> shit like that. Just like makes you like it's like cringe. I'm like, like come on, of, man. Like, this is if, like the main event. Tone it down. If you do too many twists, um, it just makes it, it just makes it like less logical sense. Like, when it comes to Jimmy X to turn on Jay, what did y'all like? What was y'all takeaway on that? Like, do you feel, right. what do you think they're going to try to like make this? Like, what are they, how are they going to make it logical? Even I don't though, think it's going to be logical, back, bro. I thought they're just trying to get to their match at WrestleMania that yeah. they want it. If you look back though, Jimmy has cost Jay a lot. Like, if you look back at their history, because I like he was the one when the original Hell in a Cell who came in and interfered trying to stop the match, caused Jay to have to quit. Right? He was the one yeah, also. I feel like he did something else. In there well, it's like you guys are so far past removed from that initial moment. Like, you guys are literally. The longest yeah, he went through so much. Team. He went through a whole journey. Yeah, for you to still be mad about that, it would be like, bro, what? I don't know if he'll be mad at that, but it's just like, and it always was... seems like Jimmy is trying to like, I don't know what, I'm trying to just figure out I what feel like he I think Jimmy's a narcissist he in the story. At least. He wasn't trying to help Roman. He just didn't want his brother to win, basically. Yeah, because it makes no sense. I didn't want that you to, be to, to be him. Oops. It makes no sense that he did that to help Roman. I feel like it's make... always been the one that was like, I thought it was about us. He, it he only was... made sense from a soap opera perspective. Like, of course, the twin would cost his own twin. Like, that's Russo shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like super straight his own brother. <laughs> Actually, Vince yeah. Russo would have had like, I don't even know what he would have been. It would have been way more, way more messed up than uh. It would have been way more convoluted and, and make no sense <laughs> how he would have done that turn at the end. Nah, I think I think Jimmy gonna be like, man, I don't, I don't want you to become what what Roman become. You gonna be the tribal chief just like him? And Jay's gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't want to kick him in the face. <laughs> yeah, you kick him in the face. Why don't you kick him in the that's face too? Like it, I'm I'm just trying to. I guess we'll figure it out. See, he, that's what you should have done too. You should have kicked both of them in the face. You should have been like. I'm for nobody. <laughs> Everybody just kicked in the face. He probably got like, cheered, though. He probably got cheered if he did that, though. It's so, his haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jay. With all that considered. <laughs> you saw that pissed I mean, him off. That, see, that's a good explanation right there. <laughs> We've been four months removed then now from WrestleMania. 
Facts. This facts. leads to our next topic, kind of rolling off the last. How do you feel now about this image? And we kind of touched on a little bit. Yeah, we did touch on it, you know. As far I... as the decision, though, running it back just for one final time, what is your final calling? Was it the right decision to have Roman beat Cody at WrestleMania? Mm, I feel like I, I've said this in our, in our, in our text we'll, that... We'll see, yeah. Yes that, or no, Chad. Yeah, I've said in our text yes that... Yes or no, That Chad. they had... I'm explaining. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting to this. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Chad and then I'll no. say what? Because right. I feel like everything that happened, like... You could have everything that happened this summer. You still could have done if you reversed the decision, and then you had, and it would made sense too. Everything would be more sense. Not everything. That's true. true. Not everything. Yo, because why would Brock Lesnar? Probably just attack Cody for no reason. Never never really explained why. Never did. But if Cody's a champion, you don't need an explanation. He wants the title. Like that's the that's that's the explanation. It's right there. Cody's facing him for. He's having to fight off Brock Lesnar to defend his championship the entire summer. Roman Reigns, he lo- he lost his title. We the same, Mike. Lost their title. They, they, uh, like that was that was the story of the summer. It wasn't the universal title. It wasn't anything to do with the title at all. That was in the backburn. He never defended the title the entire summer. So you don't even need Roman to be champion for this to play out with the Usos and the. It Roman Reigns and Solo and everything. Before you, before you go, Vince, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what I think. Right? <laughs> I, I still think it was the right call. I still think, I still think Roman over Cody. I do agree with Chad in the sense that like everything they've done post WrestleMania could have been done with Roman not as champion. That is very true because but should title, it have been done? Should it have been done? What do you mean? I mean, I agree too because it's like, yeah, of course, if Cody had a title, it would have gave Brock a reason to have challenge for him, but it still worked the same way it did without him having a title. And then it, hypothetically, it's like, yeah, the Roman story could have worked without the title, but we don't know if people would have still cared as much about it without the title being involved. I don't think it would. People, I don't think the stakes would be as high. I feel like if he if he didn't have the title, it would be no purpose behind like the foundation of the bloodline. You know what I mean? Like the bloodline is set on him trying him to establish being like, a, like being dominant, being a champion. Exactly. So it's like, I don't know. Cause the like bloodline run off of him being a loser. Bloodline imploded after WrestleMania. If he didn't have the title, it could have still imploded. Like it probably just would have been like, it would have imploded all that more like intense. Intense. Way, though. Yeah, exactly. But, but as you can I, see, they want to stretch this shit out. And it's yeah. like, I don't blame them for wanting to stretch it out either. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't get mad at something because it's not, like, if it's if it's working. You know what I mean? I don't think it's not working. I can That's see the I'm logic. I don't think well, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. But, I, but like, I, like I said, like. It's tiring, but it's, it's, done. Not, it's not a failure. I just don't think WrestleMania was the right time for him to lose. But I also do think that, like, the shit they've done from WrestleMania through SummerSlam hasn't really given anyone like a reason to be like, I mean, well, that's why they did it. 
It's just kind of mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's still champion, so it is what it is. Yeah. For me, I kind of feel like I am more over on Cody now. That's why I'm like, I want to see him win it more now than I did at Mania. So I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing. But personally, I feel like they've done a good job at building Cody up as even more as a contender and as a challenger, getting people familiar with him as a character, if you weren't already, you know, but really solidifying him as like a top guy. He beat Brock twice. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have that before, you know, walking into a Roman match. That's true. And we might we might be at a thousand days. A thousand days. You couldn't have had that if he Damn, lost. I, I can't, thousand, I'm like you don't. I it don't sounds think, cool, I but I feel like I don't really you give a shit are under, You don't care, but you're <laughs> undermining how important a thousand days is. Like yeah, a thousand days. Close, that was pretty. If they was that close, they had to. They had to do it. They had to. There was no like, class. They they they're never gonna get a rain. This they long. never gonna get this far. Like and how long? And that's why I'm like. When you start to think about these reigns, we got to start looking up. We got to see who's next. I think it's Hulk Hogan. And I think that's like next year, like next September. Oh, no, they got to be really careful. They got to be really careful. that Roman point. could be he's champion. Arbitrary numbers. He can justify. This is how Roman's going <laughs> to be champion forever. He's just going to keep saying this shit to the office. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You don't want to wipe. We got a white Paul Hogan. God, yeah, this shit ends at WrestleMania no no longer. <laughs> yeah, we, we got uh, 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 we got to be in the crowd. We got to be saying the <laughs> We got to. <laughs> Can you imagine how full circle that would be? Like since Roman got booed out of the building from that Royal Rumble thing to then he wins at WrestleMania in Rumble. Um, not at WrestleMania in Philly, and then yeah, he gets booed, booed out of the building fuck again. Out of him again, <laughs> but for a different no, reason this time. Like, like you actually. I feel like that crowd will actually riot. If he, poetic, <laughs> if he loses at the end of the match, if he more poetic, if he loses, yeah, match, that would be really poetic. Cody's if he loses hand, that Philly, yeah, you know, his see, hand, it gets cheered. Actually, he actually gets cheered for his reign, bro. That's and what that's I'm saying. That's a real full circle moment right there for him. What no one realizes about this entire long ass tribal chief run. He said Roman still has another like gigantic face run out of him. <laughs> like he does. Yeah, this, this is the roundabout way for him I to. We were gonna get that from this storyline. <laughs> on one of those promos a few weeks ago, like when Roman was fake giving the lay to Jay, I thought they were gonna like do a double turn there, and they were gonna like betray him. No, like, no I thought he was, uh, no. But I don't no know. Chance. I think it's. He's, but you're not, right. Not though. Lose the title. That face turn is coming. That face turn is coming. Yeah, that um, bloodline reunion tour is gonna go crazy though. Damn, he's gotta so be crazy. humbled first. That's that's his face turn. He's gotta be because he's mad with power right now. He's mm. mad with power, so he's gotta be humbled for that to happen. Since we're on the topic, all right. Post bloodline speaking, who can they build up that's like believable to face Roman in like a one-on-one pay-per-view match? Well, I mean, like between they, now and WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think LA Knight could actually work, he, but he's gonna lose. I think maybe like a yeah, rumble is match. Um, but it's all about being there. That's the thing. Like now, I think Roman's reign now. The intrigue is who's gonna beat him. Like so, anybody could get like a major spot just being lined up against him. That's you know true. I mean? well, with LA Knight, he's so hot right now. Do you want to burn that on a few that he's not gonna be able to finish? Why not? Is it Roman? He don't. No, lose no, no, that's what Roman. I mean. That's what I mean, I though. Put him up against Roman. He's such a hot though. baby face that he can't can get that win back because that's Cody's yeah. win to get back. Shoot, so he just needs. 
No, he's kind of. I have him do like a run in. Burn, like... You don't want to burn that because, like, you can't tell the story of the babyface losing their match, but you eventually want to get to the story of them well, overcoming well, that yeah. and so winning. I don't think you should. But he's not going to be able to, to do that in that story. I don't think you should lock him up with Roman. I but think they are on the same show. Styles right? match in there. They are. I think. Mm-hmm. I think maybe there's a Sheamus match in there. Maybe like a Bobby Smackdown. match in there. They Shitty man. A Bobby. <laughs> a Bobby. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a Braun Breaker match. If we how depending on how long this is going, there's a Braun Breaker match out there. If Shane did, yo, if Shane didn't tear his quad, there probably would have been. Dog Gunther, Gunther versus whatever kind of Roman Reigns would like that would go hard. It's gonna be a face a face Roman Reigns. Yo, that that is like that is like next year. Yeah. Down the line. That's just like two years yeah. from yeah, now. WrestleMania 41, <laughs> where Roman still got the belt. So, you know, all right, let me, yeah, let's, keep going, Roman. let's keep it going. Yeah, let's think about this. He was, he was on SmackDown that I could actually face him. I tried to lay out a format. Yeah, you said. It's not so AJ, AJ Styles. How about this it's, one? I kind of to fantasy book this one to you guys. Oh, Bobby Grayson Waller. I, I said Bobby Lashley, God damn it. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. How about, <laughs> how about oh, damn. There's too much shit to talk about. I wanted to talk about the Bianca Belair. And, um, Oh, that KOD. Joining <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Hey, Spear. Street Profits joining Lashley. Are they now called the Street Business? No. Yo, they got, they got, they got, uh, Dawkins a suit. That fits. <laughs> they did. They finally got Dawkins a suit. I'm just going to stop sharing because he, like he looked like a pastor. But finally y'all wanted to make it y'all wanted to make it seem like i was hating nah that shit is real bro that shit they brought that shit into the fucking storyline that yeah. nigga's dresses like <laughs> he do be dressing kind of crazy he this man will have one of a, a blow pop the real test though I'm i literally if that's I literally message that they bought him <laughs> i literally <laughs> messaged y'all like these niggas was meeting up with bobby tez is dressed fresh and this is before this. this is before the sit down segment. This is before the fucking sit down segment. I said it. this nigga Dawkins not dressed for the occasion. You about to go out with the former world champ, my guy. Dress up, buddy. Get your but, suit on. But, but Get you a was, nice tie. He was going out with that with, with Bianca and Tess for years. And they've been trying to say something <laughs> on the ride home each time. Bianca been trying to say, Tess, when you going like, I don't know, when you going to take a Neiman or something, like, I don't know. They <laughs> they got to figure out something. So Lashley came through with the whole, I don't even know, the whole closet, the rollout. Yeah, he got it. That should be a segment. There should have been a segment. They go, they go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping for dog is that? Oh my goodness! But I'm excited. Not to that. Suits. Yeah, that's is, was that a was that a heel turn? I don't think so. I don't think it was a heel turn. I, I, it is, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, it's just them <laughs> building an edge, basically. Because I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for them to do that. But um, is I'm it? So happy to see them. Are you guys over? <laughs> do you feel like there are too many factions now, or do you like the amount of factions slash groups that they have? I like it. I feel like I like factions. It is like a great way to really like to tell stories and like branch different stories off and stuff. It connects yeah, them with each other. You know, it's an easy way to create beef correctly. I thought AEW, especially like their first couple of years, they did a good job with that. With like 
building different factions and like branching off into different stories off of those factions. Even now, they still do that. Oh yeah, we they're gotta, definitely gonna get Finn out of there. We gotta lend credence to the Judgment Day and how they <laughs> progressed throughout this last year. Like when we just think about how they started, it started off nobody was really fucking with it. You know what I mean? Edge was when just Finn, cutting like nonsensical promos. Yeah, when when Finn got into it, that's when I started kind of come around to it, and I was like, okay, this could be something, but. I really think that we've seen all of them change and grow in front of our eyes. Even just from this picture, this is like a while ago. Yo, look at Dom's hair. Dom's (laughs) hair, look at Rhea's hair. Rhea is like intimidating, but also like sexy at the same time. Let me explain it. Like, and then Dom, let's talk about Dom for a minute, man. Can I sign Dominic Mysterio? Can I sign Dominic Mysterio? I thought you signed him. I did, right? Yeah. Okay, nobody had any arguments against that because Dominic, man, a lot of people, mover. including all of us, we talked about what it would take for him to find his own like kind of groove and identity. This was a while. I don't know. Do you guys remember when we did that? When we mm-hmm. talked about Dom? Yeah. We yeah, like, what he so I'm, pretty sure we, I'm pretty sure we booked him going to NXT too. We were like, he should go to NXT, have a little run. He's so, doing all that. He's doing all he all needed was some reps. That's all he all needed. He needed Yo, all he needed was to get away from his dad, yo. And then he started being around the locker room. And you can just tell naturally he's actually starting to get involved in the fold of learning the business. Like, it's not so much about what you can get. He's not trying to be his dad. dad. Your pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you could argue maybe he's trying to be Eddie, but I'm starting to feel like he's formulating his own kind of identity. And I like him. So I like him. Yeah, I think he's it's more Eddie. It's definitely more Eddie sure. leaning, but. <laughs> And I'm even trying to figure out his ring style, and I figured it out. It's botch. It's botch. I'm just I'm dead. That was terrible. But I like his. Uh, I fuck. I fuck with him. You know, people I like the most the, the negativity and shit, the fuck ups. Hey man, none of y'all could lace his boots. Sign on this stuff. Man has <laughs> definitely has the most heat on the entire roster. Is it though? Is it? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of just a running joke. Is it? No, I feel like I you mean, can't no, heat, heat now. Heat. <laughs> yeah, because because it is such it's such schmozzy shit. Like it's so annoying. It's like, God ah, damn it. Like, here, like here you can't even talk. <laughs> it's no, like not even, even in his matches though, like with her Rhea interfering, and then it's like ah oh yeah, that shit's kind of that's annoying. Like like with Dragon Lee on NXT yeah. where she hit him the title. I was like, oh come on. And then well, like, how about him him just getting the title in general? I know that wasn't like Favorite yeah, that that was that was also like yeah a shock. I don't know what the point in that was because I thought it was going to. This, is, to this some has kind to build to Ali winning the title. Like, Ali, so. <laughs> I hope so. Like, Can Ali oh break the stigma of like NXT returns never getting titles and like never Yo, getting shit? No, but I feel like in this, in this specific case though, if Ali doesn't get that belt, that's like some bullshit. They literally like, had him set up. To win the title next, and then he's been having like one of the best runs of his WWE career. Like Ali has all the character work. This some of his best character and ring work we that we've seen in like a span of his. So oh man, Ali. And man's just facing Gunther. He can't win that. He can't beat Dominic. Like come on, what's going on? No, he can't fix it. You know, fix it. Snap into whoops. Snap into it. Oh fuck! How the fuck? What the fuck? There we go. Uh oh. <laughs> we already talked about him anyway. 
But not as much as I wanted to, goddammit. Yeah. We didn't talk as much about LA Knight. Yeah, he won the Slim Jim Battle Royale. Dylan, I wanted to run back what you said. You said he didn't win nothing. Are you out of your goddamn mind? You know what I know he won a Slim Jim. This guy, this guy commercials This guy, this guy is signed. You know this guy how is signed to me, bro. I understand the magnitude of being. Do you know how iconic the Slim Jim WWE commercials are. Name one other one besides this Snap one. To a Randy Savage. Gym. No, no, Randy Savage. No, not you, Edge. Chad. I'm talking to Randy this Savage. guy. See, he, he literally is named Edge. Him. I'm pretty sure Edge had one at some point. He did. I'm uh, see, sure I messed up. Warrior I did mess up. I should have. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, I think. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny any of these. But my point was that we want to see gold. All right. But uh, I do, do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that Miz promo because I thought that was a fantastic promo for both of them. Even if Miz cut one of like the three promos that he gets to cut every year, <laughs> where he talks about being kicked out of the locker room, I still thought it was it, it hits. It does hit every time. He does that. He knows how to bring that emotion. He does. Yeah. It's interesting because especially the context two... of LA Knight career yeah too. they're both like two parallel guys like almost not one in the same but like very two similar. sides of the same two coin. sides of the same coin but like a two different, different paths. paths like he came up you know from the gutter the same way you know what i mean from nothing from that from a reality show granted but he had no wrestling experience right and then he got his way in from how he did L.A. Knight, on the other end, had the traditional path and scratches, yeah. claw his way all the way up the rankings in independent wrestling or whatever. But still the same type of, like, personality, so to say, that The Miz has. You know what I mean? But different. Like he said. A Miz-like guy. But but he said different in the fact that yeah, he was dangerous. Mm-hmm. And Miz is safe. So they're not going to go with the dangerous guy. They're going to go with the no commodity, which is The Miz. So that's why he can never get keep his foot in the door because yeah. he wasn't afraid. Yeah. He wasn't afraid to speak his mind and say what was on his mind and do what he wanted. Yeah. So like, nope, we can't. You can't have that. <laughs> so I took him. So I even like to how visually how he's wearing the blue and he has like a red tie. He just just kind of looks like that too. But anyways, I love, and this is kind of going off of what I was talking about with Cody earlier too. I love when. I like really see somebody like get over in my own mind. Like when I when I really like have no care for somebody and then they actually win me over. <laughs> that's what I love so much about wrestling. Like because when LA Knight came to NXT, I knew he was Eli Drake, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't watch Impact. I didn't really know much about him. I just knew people would be so hyped about this fucking guy. I'm like, and this is just another one of those guys to me. I'm just like, who is this generic white man that y'all think? Is so great, so talented, and so much better than everybody else because he works for some promotion that you think is cooler because it's not as popular. Whatever. That was what's going on in my head. I'm like, he's all right. Whatever. More and more, though, I start seeing him. The first time I fucked with LA, or LA Knight, I think, was when he had the shit with Cameron Grimes. Like, that shit was hilarious to me. And I started really rolling with it. But now he's really cooking with gas, and he's on, like, a different... He's on a whole different type of wave. Like, I've never heard the pops that he be getting. Just for, like, coming out and talking, too. He's not even doing anything with great stories until now. So Yeah, it's wild to see how it has, like, kind of, like, grown legs. Like, 
Like I've always liked I like I've always liked LA Knight and like have like pulled for him, but like over the last few months to see like because like obviously when he first showed up on SmackDown, it was like the the Max Dupree shit. And everybody was just like, I mean, he could obviously make it work, but like, what the fuck is this? Only to a certain extent, like, you know, it's never gonna be I totally able forgot to... about that. Shit. <laughs> it's like, you know, never gonna be able to like, do anything with that. Crazy, that I forgot about. Honestly, that. everybody like, and 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 you look at Maxine Dupree now, how much better she is with, with Alpha yeah, Academy. Alpha Academy, oh my goodness! It's like, they unfortunately, Mason and about that shit. Mason Monsoor are kind of got pushed to the side. Mm. But, but yeah, like, like, just, just to see how far he's come, and then he got put in that feud with Bray Wyatt, and everybody thought that was like he made it was, out. Yeah, he survived he that. Done. He made it out. <laughs> he, made, no, he made that you know, feud. Better, his feud, better. like, because they gave him the that. I think that was the best part because Bray couldn't re- with his character. He couldn't be there with <laughs> promos, so they had they have LA Knight carry the feud for for like a month. And he showed just how good he is in the mic. Oh, okay, <laughs> carrying the dude. He slowly got over Hold up, each yo. week. So all he needed like... was an opportunity. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, he, literally all he needed was the mic. Is LA Knight the best wrestler of all time? He's made no it out key, of every bro. he's made it out of every single possible gutter that could ever you could ever possibly place somebody they in. Keep trying to put a, a, a cap on him <laughs> in the WWE and kicked out. Went to impact, made it out of that gutter. Okay, Which made it out champion. of NXT, got called up and made into a completely different character that Vince He was in NWA, too. <laughs> NWA, that's a, oh my God, that's even more of a trench. Make it out of there. Make it out of a character that Vince just throws on you out of boredom. Make it out of a Bray Wyatt feud. Made it out of heat backstage for probably saying made it out a character of shit. <laughs> oh, give him the title. I don't care if he's 43, 44. Nigga, Sting is still fucking going through tables at this point. I mean, we got Damien. I think Damien Priest might be older than him, too. <laughs> I don't care what their age is. In my mind, LA Knight is a fresh 34 year old man ready yeah, to this take is, that. This is wrestling. <laughs> this is this is wrestling, wrestling damn it. This, this man is, is how you telling me this man over here on the right is 40 something <laughs> years old? You mean to tell me that? No. This man is 36, a bachelor, drinks whiskey. DDP out here wrestling, winning titles at like 44 years old, 43, however old he was, he was winning the WCW World title. He can like, snap into a Slim Jim and then snap into your mother. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. And yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. LA Night, man. <laughs> He's doing great. Can't wait to see what he does this Miz feud. I can't believe I can't wait for a Miz feud. So go ahead. That's another like. Look at this. He's he's got us looking forward to Miz Cole. Anyway, um, enough WWE talk. Moving over across the pond. Deal. Yeah, definitely. Literally, figuratively. Spent enough talk talking about WWE. It's time to <clears throat> jump on over to the All Elite Wrestling <clears throat> realm and talk about this All In card that we got coming up at Wembley Stadium Sunday, August twenty seventh. Tickets are currently. Interesting that Jade's on the card or on the uh, on poster. poster, is she? Yeah, oh, yeah, she is. Interesting. Now, we haven't seen Jade since she lost. Um, maybe she'll come back. We still, yeah, it's a chance. I can see I her mean, maybe we still coming have, back. Like, what do we have anything announced for this card so far? I'm gonna see. Yeah, we have like four matches, I believe. <laughs> is what we have MJF versus 
Adam and Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole to headline the show. I guess we can st- get started by talking about that because that. Yeah, well, that's the. Yeah, I think it deserves it too. I, I think it's earned it with the, with the storyline that they've mm-hmm. had over the past two months between the two. What, like the main event? Yeah, I think yeah. it has. And this is what I mean by like we're spoiled as wrestling fans right now because we can complain about one show not focusing on. Or I don't know, like saying, you know, they don't pay close attention to storylines or they don't prioritize like certain story storylines over others, even though this is technically the world title. It is kind of like the main, you know, intriguing yeah. story that's happening, too, at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas in certain cases, you could argue on some WWE shows what to you may be the most important. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, what's going to me? Anybody, I don't know. Anybody uh, anybody, oh, the, yeah, on the, on the MJF and uh, yeah, I like I like how like I like how this is built naturally over the past few months because when they were first put together in like the tag tournament, I thought it was just gonna be like you know like the typical storyline with like two enemies becoming tag team partners and then one turns on them at the end of the tournament, but then like the they had those different vignettes of them like actually try to become friends and like getting to know each other and then you see the friendship naturally build over the course of like the past few weeks and you see mjf like slowly actually starting to let his guard down for the first time mm-hmm. in in aew and and it's different than like the other times because the other times you're like oh this is all just like a ruse that he's pulling but now mm-hmm. this is like the first time we are genuinely like he might actually be genuine with his friendship towards Adam Cole. He's trying to well, learn how to be. He might be the one that's going to get rude too. Because but then also, be a scheming bastard. that is true. That's another element to it. Adam Cole is also also has a history of being a scheming bastard. So he knows a slime ball. So he knows to expect this at some point. And he saw him after he lost the the tag titles. He's expecting that he'd hit him with the belt. He saw it coming. That was just the mind games. That see, that I hope, I hope that the outcome is Adam Cole turning on MJF because that is true. The crowd been waiting to cheer for MJF. I think, I think that, I think that will be the outcome. And Adam Cole to just naturally is way better as a heel to me. I, I mean, the babyface has been fine since his comeback, and, but if we've been real, saw Adam him, Cole is, is 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 a heel baby. Baby, I'm stabbing him in the back too. Uh, I, like, I didn't catch the, that, but I heard people talking about that on Twitter. Like was he, he like kind of like this, like behind his back? Yeah, he probably just, he probably just did that. Man, oh man! Oh, but then, this... but then you have him this week where Roddy is out here freaking out because he's Roddy's freaking... crying. Like he's crying. Roddy's out here. Like I don't know like, why he can't so trust upset. him. He's like you can't trust him. Adam, like he's gonna turn on you. And then and you then go ahead and you trust, and you go ahead and trust Matt Taven and Mike Kanellis. Like why? <laughs> my boys down bad. Why those guys. He's not always <laughs> like this, all right. <laughs> I love oh that he's God. a neck brace on for, for weeks at this point. <laughs> he's still recovering from that NXT injury, my guy. Yeah, oh, man, really yeah. ass beat by Damon Kemp. That's crazy. <laughs> Sound across yeah, two line. promotions. <laughs> Yo, real shit. He got That's three insane. Lines, some brands. But oh, but uh I, I love how like how this playing out, and he's and then you saw Adam Cole like slap the microphone out of MGF's hand when he was talking shit to Roddy. He was like, Oh, that's my friend. And then 
Like yeah. they, they eventually hugged it out, but then you saw MJF looking down with the down ring on his finger. So you're like, oh, is he plotting now yeah. <laughs> on him? So that's, I like the dynamic where you're like, both of them could be plotting on each other right now, but who's <laughs> gonna pull the trigger first? Because yeah. both of them are both formulating plans in their head to turn on each other. But like, but then also you also I also feel like they actually are like becoming genuine friends during this. But they both do want to turn on each other because they both want to be world champion. So it's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. I feel like in both cases, if one of them turns on the other, they deserve it also. I think that's why like... they're both kind of like terrible people in a sense of like kayfabe. Yeah. That's why I feel like the both going to do like how it's going to play out at all in is like there's going to be a moment in the match for both try to do some dirty, underhanded thing to each other. And then. And it's eventually going to lead to one of them winning, but there's going to be tension whether like they shake hands or not at the end of the match. And I think they ultimately do. And then you stretch it out like a little longer for for when Adam Cole yeah, actually does turn on him. He's or like, maybe... I only I only let you. I don't know. Oh, to me, <laughs> that to me, the end, the perfect ending is that shock. The turn, having the Cole turn, turn on him, and and come away with the title too, because MJF's run has already been past 200 days i don't know if you realize this oh yeah it has been but it's already been pretty long so it's like if you want to end it at any point i can see it ending but to me it doesn't seem like his reign has really been that memorable or that monumental this has been the first few that's felt uh not important but i guess it's like yeah i guess it made me care the most i thought that that iron man match was incredible with with him and brian danielson I th- I think he's had like really really good matches. Early. Yeah, he has with his with his run, but like a lot of the storylines haven't been like up to par, and like this one, which the is first ironic, one, which feels because that's yeah. what used to be his. What we would look for MJF for is like, oh, we know the story's gonna be there. Like we knew always knew he's a great wrestler, but that wasn't like the focus. You know what I mean? I like that but... two like couple week run that him and Ricky Starks had. I think at the beginning of the year yeah. where they were like feuding with each other before Ricky Starks got stuck into the Jericho. Vortex. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now Starks is a collision guy. It seems collider. Like. He's a collider, and I I think I'm a collider. To be honest with you, I'm all in on this Punk real world title storyline. I knew this is where. Oh, that's a, going. Great, that's, that's a great. That's a great. I liked him great. spray painting the title too, like akin to Hogan. If you want to like still draw those comparisons, people were doing. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I'm liking it. I, I just Yo, like collision as a whole. Uh, are we one step closer to them actually doing elite versus uh, CMFTR with the oh, Young Bucks facing FTR at all? In? This... Are we one step closer to this actually yes. happening? <laughs> mm, I guess I that's it. up to well, neither Punk or Kenny have a match at all in right now. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's. I the, think. I think Punk does. Meet each other there. Well, um, well, it's he not has like a but it's challenge. Be some old Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's challenging him. So, with that being said, who do you guys see facing Kenny Omega at All In? Because I could see it being. Oh, well, I'll let you guys go. go. Mm-hmm. God, God. say the Keshta. My one pick is Osprey. For that is true. For the rubber match. That would be cool. That's my number but, one go to. But also, does New Japan want that match for Wrestle Kingdom uh, next year? No. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. They got New Japan. New right, Japan so might want that bro. match for, for, for said, themselves. <laughs> you said Takeshita? I like that. I really like that. Yeah. yeah I go versus Takeshita. He got like the, the mentor. Um, yeah, that's uh, what's the name of the new guy? Don Callis. Um, Don Callis. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name for a while. That would also be my guess because, you know. So, random sidebar, what the hell is Don Callis's like music, his theme music? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> is it have like silence and then it's like have you ever heard it? It's like it's just like eerie, like I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like creepy what you music. were hearing, like what you were hearing, like a horror movie. He just comes as a creepy like guy. Michael Myers music. Not even, just like background music that's like <laughs> I don't even think it's a clip for it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an official impact wrestling thing? If this is it, still some impact. Yo, was, what's what's the women's match? It's Tony Storm, Sheeta. Well, so far Tony Storm, Sheeta, probably Soraya, and uh, it's, um, and probably like Brit. Oh yeah, no, Brit. At, at this moment, it actually is Tony Storm, Sheeta, Soraya officially. And to be determined between Bad Bunny and Brit. So it'll likely be Brit. <laughs> Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Bad Bunny. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, I'm the real DMD. <laughs> oh my God. The audio is so bad for this dude. I can't. I can't really imagine see. Bad Bunny just showing up at Wembley. <laughs> at Wembley Stadium. You know what's yeah. crazy? If he did that, they, 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 they would say shit. <laughs> Yeah, like, what the fuck are they gonna do? They would be like, "That's it. You can never come with them again." They'd be like, "Well, I gotta eat that." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "I'll go get a bag somewhere else really fast." Like, I'm doing everything. (laughs) I'm going to I'll go to the CZW next. (laughs) Wrestle deathmatch. So we got Aussie. Why does it say this? Uh, So this this is happening. Aussie Open. Versus better than you, baby, for the ROH tag titles. That I, I thought that was weird with that. Like, it's oh, it's going to be on zero. Yeah, the wrestling. On the pre show. You think they're going to turn on each other then? No, I, I don't know. Maybe they're kind of like, yeah, I don't even know so how it's going to happen. Set it so that do they win the tag? That's what I'm wondering. Titles that night. And then they both come out with like, they just kind of add to it. Like, I, I don't know what the point of that could be other than. In, like, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, why is this booked? <laughs> this has to be something to have here. them both start out on like fair ground of being hurt, but they were already fair ground of being not hurt. I don't know. There's got to be some storyline reason for this I happening. This is weird. It's gonna play into the how the main event plays out. There's got to be something in that match. Yeah. So then, uh, aforementioned FTR versus the Young Bucks, women's world title fatal four way. Then we have the tag team coffin match. Has that ever been done? Yep. Darby Allen and Sting versus Mobile Embassy. Oh, we never talked. I want to talk about that that Nick Wayne beating AR Fox. Oh my that looked like a horror movie. That looked like a horror movie. (laughs) What they did. I've been really enjoying Swerve's work the past couple yeah, months. Yeah, Mogul Embassy is probably like one of my favorite groups to watch. Especially since he dropped that Brock Lesnar. Uh, clothes and uh, in, the, in that in that one guy with yeah. like, the face all tight. <laughs> what was his name Trench? Yeah, swerve. Just hang around niggas, man. Like, don't 
Don't be trying to yeah, hang the, with these and Brian Cage dudes, for some reason. The white dudes, like that shit is weird. And Brian Cage for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Um, yeah, that was a dope moment. <laughs> um, shout out the Mogul Embassy, Swerve, finding his stride. Uh, so yeah, tag team coffin match. That is when crazy. Is Darby, when are Darby and Sting going to get like ever separated? Is that ever going to be a thing? I don't think so, because like Sting can't really wrestle like singles matches yeah, anymore at this point. So like, there's oh, probably no point right. in them turning on each other. Just let him try. <laughs> then we I got feel like Sting's five. crazy ass is, is, would try to do like a dive with like the top of like the, out of the stands on the Darby. Like, like that's not what we meant, Sting. We meant we meant just take it easy, maybe do a headlock or something. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny how like Darby's ended up being like the influence on him. Except the other year after, like, oh, we were bringing Stinky to Metro Darby, and then Darby's right. one. And then he's like, Darby's like, no, you, like can, a, you can still do it. You can still do this thing. You're, Stinks is like, I want to jump out of stands here. <laughs> How old is Sting? Good God. I feel like he's 64. Let me see. 64, yep. Yeah. That's the power of the makeup like right there. That's the power of having that makeup on because it makes him look, you can't really tell. You can't like how that. old he is with the, with the makeup on. The mystique. Oh, that's Undertaker. the same thing with Mysterio. Yeah, Rey Mysterio too. With Undertaker, you could tell at the end, this isn't old. This is like a 50-something-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, every time the, the light will come on, it'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he'd be like moving off slow and shit. Like the saddest one was WrestleMania 33 with him and Roman. And Roman's trying to like carry him to the end of that match. But yeah, hang it up. Say, hang it up, old man. God damn. I, I can't imagine what's going through Robert's head at that moment. He's probably just like, oh, my God. Like, this guy, he's nothing. He's he's cooked. He's cooked. Said, All right, <laughs> Grandpa. This is my yard now. Oh, oh man. That should turn of you. That was so so perfect. Oh, and man. Finally, fifth and final match announced so far. MJF is Adam Cole. So, there there you go. Um, We need a Another little more. Matches. I need a little more beef. Well, obviously, it's only five to announce so far. We'd probably be looking at, what, 12 matches at the end of the day? Yo. <laughs> I don't know what they mean. Is there a clean match? Not is at this moment. Because yeah, what clean? is this Billy Gunn? I, 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 I feel like know. he's not really retired. Like, what, what is going on? I'm that? trying to think who's going to make it on the card. Because outside of the people we mentioned, obviously, we need a Blackpool Combat Club kind of match. House of Black, maybe. We need the House of Black there. We oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're the tag team champions. Six-man tag team champions. Yeah, okay. Um, who's, who's TNT champion right now? It's, um... Uh, oh, um, Christian. Christian. Uh, Luchasaurus, uh, technically. Luchasaurus, yeah. <laughs> he said technically. Yo, did you see him kick his daughter out of, <laughs> out of the building? He was like, he's cutting a promo. And his daughter is backstage, and he's just like, he's like, he like sends it off, and he's like, security, she's not credential, she's not credential, kick it out. <laughs> his own daughter? Yeah. Oh, man, he's, he's such a great piece of shit heel. Oh, we didn't talk about so far. Mm-hmm. RVD. Oh my guy! Oh, I was my I guy. RVD turning RVD, back yo. the clock. Yo, he can still move, bro. He can hit all his signature moves. He can hit all his shit. I don't care. I was popping. See, that's why it pays to have a a move set. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Did His move set's insane, though. <laughs> the people that are twenties that probably can't hit that shit. He got. <laughs> he has such like monumental moves, like Rolling Thunder, the thing he hit off the apron. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's what's the Van Terminator? Is that what he does? The running drop, the chair. The chair yeah, that's what the chair. Yeah. Oh my! Uh, I used to love hitting that move in, in SmackDown versus Raw. What's the Van Daminator? Is that, is that the one in the corner? Van Daminator. I think the Van Daminator is the is the the spin. He like throws a chair at him stuff. and then like kicks him. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the Van Terminator. I think is the one. Where it's, where it's, oh, oh, oh actually, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm about to look yeah. it up. Van Daminator. I remember playing like SmackDown. Shut your mouth and just being like RVD. All, all right, Van Daminator is the chair thing. And what's the Van Terminator? No, but it says first Van Terminator. Oh, yeah, the Van man. Terminator is the is the um is the apron thing, I think. I'm pretty sure. It's at the coast to coast, like the <laughs> Shake Man. You see both the chair. Right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is well, sick. Well, that makes sense. I'm fucking what is the, Yeah, what is the Van Terminator? That shit. Oh my god. Oh, so Shane stole it. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Imagine seeing the crowd. Oh my god. And I love how this is Easy done. Like Easy recording it on like some VCR. I don't know. That's just the Somebody best. Just like... The best kind of footage, bro. One, two, three. And then we got the actual Van Damnator, which is the, uh... All right, let's see the best Van Damnator ever. Oh, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn's got that steel chair. Swing to the oh. fences and misses. Oh. Van That's pretty nice. Anyways. Yeah, man, RVD, he need to get signed. I know Tony Khan like to give out contracts sometimes, so might as well give one to RVD. I want to see that Pac and RVD match. I don't know when or where that would take place, but I need to see that match. That would be fire. I need to see them sign Sandman next so my guy can get his bag. (laughs) (laughs) They already already had Sabu out out there diving off the tables. They did. They did. So, I mean, (laughs) if they want to make that call to somewhere in the Philadelphia area to my man James, Tony Khan got to shell out money for Metallica too. He's got to shell the money have him, <laughs> have him do a kendo stick spot or something. You know, he can hit Jack Perry with a kendo stick. Oh, yeah, he good. Have him keep running. Yeah, man, easy. Easy money. Yeah, how many ECW people can we get that are alive still? That can move? Tommy Dreamer. As Tommy Dreamer. Pull up. Bully uh, Ray. Yeah, I was going to say Bully Ray. Uh, Stevie Richards. Steve okay. Richards, he's still wrestling. He probably Blue does. Me? I wouldn't be surprised. You said the Blue Meanie. Yeah, <laughs> we just saw the Blue Meanie like last year. Oh, I actually yeah. saw Steve Richards. Do you see? He has a, he has this new YouTube channel. I just saw his videos. He's basically like breaking down like matches, like how like you know like NFL analysts do. On like on TV, like he has like a telestrator and stuff, and he's like going through like why like this spot happens, like why we would do this, this and that. 
That's pretty interesting. Oh, he's smart. He might be ahead of the game on something like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool actually. Like how he <laughs> has like what about it? I can see somebody cool. monetizing the shit that. out of that. Like some some kind of like broadcasting. Like Peacock should do something like that, or not for like weekly programming, but you know, obviously like you could go back and look at old shit and be like, oh, well we can just you know they they want to break or break kayfabe all the, like a lot now or like show us behind the curtains about everything might as well just show us ring psyche too that's pretty much what that. they do in wrestling school too i'm pretty sure it's like probably what they do they probably like watch like yeah. film of shit and, and we like, don't really why did this happen that. we don't really see that side of it like we hear them talking about film study and film class but we don't hear about the critiques why the these things and like the i wonder what like the nxt film study looks like like is it like a classroom? <laughs> like an actual Yo, classroom? I wonder who be in there. Drawing, I like taking like, notes. Like who be in there? Who be in there just like being class clowns? Like, is it Trip Williams? He's like <laughs> trying to talk. Yo, I, to, I feel uh, like I feel like Trip Williams is low key like a student of the game. Like I feel like he's actually like well studied. Yeah, I think with a lot, of, especially like his instincts are like really good in the ring and the mic. I feel like he's like someone that like studies from a lot. Yeah. yeah. Since we've entered into the, uh, I guess this could kind of be like the post-credits of the show. I don't know. Yeah. Not post-credits, but like, you know what I mean? The last few topics. We're we can now talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about Trick and Mello, though, because how they did that. Because say what you want about it, I think that was the best way they could have handled that kind of breakup, if you want to call it that. But And keep their characters like intact. It's a mutual, a mutual agreement to go separate ways, which is, to me, what was the best outcome if they weren't to continue on as a group. And I like how people keep bringing that like up that he's like uh like Mel's messenger. That's like an insult to him too. And after he they went their yeah. separate ways to like, try to get under his skin. Yeah. Like who was that at the end of NXT that was saying or was in the NXT well in the parking lot that went up to so Charlie Dempsey and Oh yeah. Yeah. And Drew Gulak knew that their guy was. Drew Gulak. <laughs> One guy. thing that I Another like guy. about this new regime is that they don't shy away from acknowledging the real like perception that is out there you know what i mean like i like that they acknowledge that people view trick as the second because it's like even though you might be somebody that likes trick and you don't want to see him as a second it's like when you're next to mellow obviously i must think of you as the second guy you know what i mean but hypothetically if they was to be separated i want to see like i want to be able to champion both of them you know what i mean at the same time so i, I like how they i like how they brought that into the like actual like discussion and everything I feel like Dragonov's gonna give him like that defining performance when they yeah. when they have their match eventually. That's what he I feel needs. Like he's gonna give him that. That's what he needs. Cause because I mean I haven't really like, paid much attention to his matches to be honest, but I know that he definitely like probably could use a little bit of a little bit of improvement. But I think he's done great like so far. Cause I like from watching him probably started to how he is now. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. definitely gotten better. So yeah, I like Dragonov's new book too. He looks very menacing, like with the little um, with the Peter Mayles drum, yeah, Yeah. coming out in a suit to whoop people ass. I'd be like, I ain't fuck with that nigga. And get the red eyes too. No, scary, (laughs) scary. He brought the red eyes back. Yeah, it's like he beat Gunther ass. It's like I want no parts. Yo, I can't, I I can't wait to get to the main roster just to see Gunther's reaction. Like, right, that should be the first time he shows fear. (laughs) I just sees him. I just can't wait to see like. Dragonov match up with the main roster in general because it's like 
in kayfabe, he's one of the best niggas. Like he one yeah. of he one of the strongest dudes on their roster. When you think about his track record, it's like he beat Gunther like twice, right? Or was it once yeah. or twice? I don't know. I think he, he beat him like twice. twice. You know, former NXT UK champion. Sure, he tapped him out too. Yeah, in terms of his match quality, like the match he just had with Braun Breaker a few weeks ago. Oh, that that mellow match was one of the matches of the year. He's right. He's right alongside Guther for me. It was like you know he gonna, like you know he gonna put on something. You know he gonna up. I want to see him versus Seth. I want to see. I want to see what Seth could. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how they gonna book? How they gonna treat him? You know, that's the thing with Triple H's regime. Like, it's so. I don't know where I'm going with this. I like. I like it though. Kind of. I kind of. It's like (laughs) I ain't even say nothing. You say you know, like, but you might not like it, but I've been enjoying. Like, I think it's definitely a lot better than what we used to have. Except for the women, things are cohesive. Things are cohesive. The women is really (laughs) holding the deck. That's the only but, that's that's the only thing that's for me. Worse. I just like how things are chronic. Like things make sense. Yeah, like, that is like we're in a cohesive world. Like that's it. That's that's the problem. Things are definitely a lot more cohesive. Like because I know I know when Dragonov gets his time, he's gonna be Dragonov. Basically, you know what I mean. So that's like I get to now be excited for these people in NXT, knowing that I'm gonna grow with these people. It's gonna, gonna go somewhere. Exactly, and if it, if they do change and become somebody, I trust that it's gonna be an evolved version of what they were. You know what I mean? Akin biggest, to like what Guther did. The biggest like, thing for me is that like things happen for a reason, even if I don't agree with like the decision, mm-hmm. at least I can understand there was like a logic behind it as opposed to when Vince McMahon was running things where he just do shit. <laughs> well, yeah, it would just be like, what? And then we had to tune in next week to figure out what the reason was and then they would never explain the reason. It would just be like, nope, we're on to this new thing now. It's like, all righty. Okay, so it was like an abusive relationship. It was an abusive relationship, but with that being said, Triple H has been in charge for about a year or so, right? And now Vince coming from back in from back surgery, so he can't even give notes probably at this point. So yeah, he can't. He needs to that man down. Take that man is. Sets, sets he's doing what he wants. I bet John Gargano is going to be able to get back on the show real soon now too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, can we see King Gargano? He's like, he's like, is he, is he, is he not here? Is he, is he not here? Yo, go get him. Go, 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 go. Sick of the ring, sick of the ring. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I don't go fuck about Johnny Gargano right now. Oh, no. <laughs> they got to reunite DIY. Let's, let's, um, let's do this. Let's talk about our top people, I guess, top three-ish people that we've just been enjoying watching over the last few months. Chad, you don't have to list them all three at once, but we can kind of go like round robin and mention somebody. You said Chad Gable? Yeah. I I I I to that. That's somebody for me. That man put it on clinics every time he's in the ring. Character work. Mm-hmm. A1. I would say legitimate IC title contender at this point. Legitimate. I think he should be the one to actually be Gunther. Be Gunther. Yeah. Yeah, I, could see I would that love too. that. I would actually love that more than Drew. Like Drew to me is very is viable and very predictable at the same time. You know what I mean? But Drew's had his I feel time like, at the top. Yeah. I feel like it would be yeah. like a good way to give somebody a, like the next guy a rub. Mm-hmm. It would be also like a super like cinematic way to end like Gunther's like reign. It's like, oh shit, like nobody's going to expect it until like the moment's yeah. going to be like. He also has like Otis to help neutralize. 
Oh, uh, both of them. Oh, like Zen Maxine. Hey, Maxine, yo, Maxine. Don't deny Maxine's appeal too. Maxine's gonna is gonna distract Vinci because remember Vinci's character in NXT was he was kind of like this suave playboy kind of guy. But what's his name was hitting on her too? Uh, to Ludwig. Um, um, yeah, Ludwig. Ludwig. Oh, see, look, they distracted. They distracted. Max, he's, gonna, he's gonna be hitting on her, and then usually, Tiffany Stratton's gonna come out and and knock out Ludwig <laughs> Kaiser. So I think take him out. <laughs> I think this should be like the like Gunther's probably gonna win like the first encounter, of course. But I don't know. I think there's a story to tell there. Like Olympian Gable, you know, the thing. he already beat him. Oh, he already beat him before. I mean, that was like a like last month. That's different. That's what I'm saying. Title Gunther you. and uh and regular Gunther. That's like I feel you. It's two different monsters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I definitely think the seeds are planted now for for Chadwick Gable to get that shine in the IC title picture. Um, I'll go with somebody. Um, within that same picture, Ludwig Kaiser for me. What's I've been enjoying Gunther? him. No, oh, I'm just oh. saying people have oh, been enjoying watching him recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know he got that win over Riddle. Like two weeks ago, maybe last week. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And it was nice. Me, that to me was a nice little moment. Um, but he's kind of somebody that's growing for me. Not really the last few months, really, just like the last kind of week or so. I'm kind of like, hey, I, I think he might be. They might be paying more attention to him. Um, I'm gonna say Santos. Santos, because okay. you know, I've I've always been a Santos guy. But like like you were saying before, it's like when when people get called up, it's always like a worry that they're gonna just kind of get lost in the shuffle. And like Legato was kind of getting lost in the shuffle before this whole like LWL thing. And even after the LWL thing, he was still kind of like like floating around. But I feel like lately he's kind of like found his his groove and whatnot. His lane. Yeah, his lane type shit, type shit. Uh who else? Oh, is it back to me? Of, yeah, you can go back to you or me. Um I'll, I'll go Juice Robinson for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say them too. I was gonna Yo, say uh, Juice oh, Ricky Starks. I love yeah, Ricky, Ricky Starks. Star- I love I love his character evolution too as well. I was just gonna say Bullet Club Gold. I've just been enjoying seeing both of them. <laughs> I went from kind of like um I even had like Twitter interactions with people talking about Juice Robinson. I'm like, what what is this juice shit? Like, I don't know. Like what why are people so hyper? Well, I mean, it wasn't even he's like, got like a, so hyper he's got like a magnetic but it's like, charisma about him. That's funny. Is, but that's what turns me off. That's what like originally kind of turned me off of him. But in ring work, that's nothing out of the question. I always knew he was nice. You know, New Japan, I've watched his stuff in, like, maybe 2018-ish era, like, in the tournament shit. But anyways, he was, he's like, Ricky! He's, he's too <laughs> over the top for me. I was like, yo, this is too over the top. But I like the group, just um, just how they work together, him and Jay White. Honestly, the guns, too. The guns have stepped up, <laughs> I think. Yo, why do they call them Bullet Club Gold, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know actually why they call I guess because it can't be the the original Bullet Club because it kicked Jay Wade out. So I is guess this, he's like, I'm better than the old Bullet Club. This is, this is spray tan. It's because all the spray tan. The spray tan <laughs> should be Bullet Club, Bullet Club Bronze then. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like there's so many iterations of the Bullet Club now. Like, it's what makes it, what I always think is crazy is that, like, this all started with, like, Finn. 
It's like low key, like is Finn Balor one of the most influential wrestlers like of all time? That man, he is. I wonder what it would have been like if his contract was up like around the time AEW started. Like if he would have been tempted to go over there, just because he has that like infrastructure of like the Bullet Club and everything that he built. He's like low key. All you niggas are my sons. <laughs> I wonder if he. I wonder if after they uh after he lost at SummerSlam, if like the Young Bucks or Mega were like texting a little bit to be like, hey, saw 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 he didn't get the job done. Uh, over he there. did say recently. Uh, he did say recently he would love to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks again. <laughs> and this is the same week they just announced that. They sign multi-year deals. So if you saying that, Finn, what are you really saying? What are you really trying to say? What are you trying to get at? If you saying that you would love to work with them someday, and you know for a fact that they're not going anywhere, is the he trying to back? He trying to say <laughs> Triple H, stop fucking playing with me. I'm yeah, he, yeah, he's saying Triple H. He's like, he's like, you better add a few more zeros onto that contract. <laughs> oh, so out of here! I am so not really losing another match. So you really think I can't go over to your competition and cook really fast? See, that's a Hunter. good thing about having two I companies. I walked right like into Hunter's office and I told him, okay, we I'm right going to this. need yeah. another zero. I can't afford these sneakers anymore. Every week, I got to buy a new pair of Air Force Ones. Every single week. But he always doing that Coupe de Gras. He is. These Coupe de Gras are creasing them. Keep fucking them up. <laughs> Keep fucking them up. But yeah, you know, and and Drew just came out of there too, out of that office as well. He got what he wanted, apparently. <laughs> what does make... that sound like? <laughs> make sure you add a comma next to the zero that you asked for, buddy. <laughs> Have a few more pints with Seamus. Why are you encouraging this? <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> You're going in there to talk about your promotion, aren't you? <laughs> I just got out. I just got done myself. <laughs> got a program with Gunther. He's gonna chop my chest into meat, and then I'm gonna have a logger with Seamus. <laughs> I don't know if you've been Becky Lynch. If you, I was, I was gonna no, say fuck that. Becky Lynch. Fuck that. <laughs> the man wants a drink too. <laughs> no, that was disgusting. <laughs> that wasn't it. You didn't have one. You didn't have one. <laughs> you should have trusted yourself. <laughs> the man wants a drink. Give it a shot. <laughs> oh my god! I had a like a different impression already about Kevin Patrick. You better Kevin Patrick. I feel like oh I feel my like god! Can we actually talk about Kevin Patrick? God bless his soul. He ain't died. He but... tries hard. He tries. Nah, hard. He tries. I feel, I feel bad. Yo. I think you want to know what I think he. Okay, he's not good, but also it doesn't help. <laughs> I don't think that he's bad. Him and Corey Graves have no chemistry, like, at all. They have none, but I think... I feel bad, because Graves is playing defense against him. For yeah, he doesn't you know, help he at all. He is. I'm like, no, but that's the thing. I'm like, Kevin Patrick has no room to develop his own persona, like, on that announce desk. Like, and when I hear him as an announcer, I'm like, what's your approach? Like, he just calls it straight down the middle. When I say straight down the middle, like, he doesn't even side with baby faces. Like, Corey Graves will talk shit about somebody, and he'll just be like, ha, <laughs> ha. You're a crazy Graves. And it's just like, no, like you, you, he's talking about your babyface champ. Like you can't, you can't talk about him like that. Oh, that was just a random example. I don't think that actually happened, but 
you get what I'm saying. Like he'll he'll say he whatever like the about Ricochet. Yeah, he doesn't have like the conviction. He doesn't have the emotion or like the <laughs> the. It doesn't seem like he has the fan wherewithal. I don't know how much of a fan of wrestling he is. That's why I kind of like. It doesn't that, seem like, like he's like a Vic genuine Joseph. like wrestling fan. You know, what Vic I mean? Joseph gets fired up. That's what I like about him. He, he knows gets fired up like when like knows, that's like, my when guy. The, he, he like oh, the book. How are you not excited about this? And Booker T be <laughs> he like, puts like emphasis what? whenever like people <laughs> like slam on the mat. Like it's little details like that. Like he'll. This candy, this candy jar popped up when freaking with it. Oh yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> I thought it was Legos. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, when, it, when, it, when that happened, I was like, "What was that made of?" Until so I saw it was like plastic. Because like I was like, "Was that glass? Was there a glass jar on the table?" And they just went through. Because I saw like Ron like writhing in pain. I was like, "Is he so? Did he get like cut by something on the table?" It was like in a plastic container. Is there anything else we can allude to or mention before we head out for this week? Mm. Anyone else y'all want to kind of shout out? Anybody Who has been cooking? Yeah, shout out to shout out to Trinity, the knockout champ. I oh, love, yeah, shout out to her. Oh, yeah, shout Knockout out to Trinity. You know, uh, what's another black woman we can support? Shout out to Metaphor because oh, shout out every to time they're on Metaphor. my screen, I'd be like, yeah. Shout yeah, out to you... Athena Willow, main event at ROH pay review. Oh, yeah. Facts, 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 facts. Nice. I was thinking about going to the ROH show too, but then like three days before, there were no matches announced. I was like, well, is this even a show? Start? That is crazy. <laughs> just I'm like, is, is this even going on? Like, you know, you know what show we should actually go to? We should go to that Impact New Japan show. Where and when is that? Uh, I think it's the 18th. At the uh, next week? 2300 Arena. No way. Is it even tickets, though? Multiverse United? Multiverse United 2. Yeah. Is there tickets? There should still be tickets. August 20th. Wow, 10 days. Oh, August. it's 20th? Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense, actually. We got Alex Shelley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. Banger. Leo Rush and Trey Miguel versus Hiromu Takahashi. Oh, nope. Hiromu Takahashi. I was right the first time. And Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey. Anger. TMDK, the team of Zack Sabre Jr. and Shane Hayes versus mm-hmm. Moose and Eddie Edwards. I don't know who those people are. But, Dookie, you know. I hope I'm Oh, you know Moose. Right. <clears throat> you know Moose is. And you know, know he's Eddie like, Edwards, I hope. He's a, he's a, play the NFL. Dookie versus Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. Is that how you say it? Dookie? Yo, remember when Sammy Callahan you know was, Sammy in, was in NXT and he looked like a a, a troll, like an orange yeah. troll? He was he still looks that like wasn't that. his character? He was like a hacker or something? Yeah, that was that was He's uh, an internet troll. That that did not uh, go over well. He did and not then go over we that. have a scramble match between Bushi, Chris Saban, El Desperado, Frankie Kazarian, Kevin Knight, Mal, and Rich Swan. I don't know half of the people in that. You know, I don't know Kevin Knight. Actually, no. Yes, I do. Isn't Kevin Knight the black dude that's in that tag? Yeah, and in in Japan. Yeah, he's in the tag team with uh, that group, Kushida, right? Oh, yes, that's Kushida. Who, Kevin Knight? Yeah, Kevin Knight. Um, but yeah, I would be down to go to that if there's still some tickets out. Thirty-two hundred. I'm sorry, 2300. 
shows are always fun. Hopefully that one's uh, not like eight hours. The MLW uh, taping was so long. That joint was like they recorded like that was a marathon. I swear, I swear, they're still putting out episodes from that night. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jacob Fat too. I got to check up on ML. I searched up MLK. Good God, that means I'm getting tired. I had a drink. Well, anyways, is it time to close? I think it is. I think it's, so. It's about I think that so. time. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get off. We're gonna sing happy birthday to to our boy Chad, and then uh, yeah, it's almost my birthday. Yeah, bro. And then Dessert. I don't know so, after that. But... Happy too far early ahead. birthday to Chad. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or X, as you like, as you may call need to call it now. Ugh. As sub the number two change five. We don't have we don't have a threads. I think that's pretty much dead too. Yeah, I don't know if anybody sees threads. Yeah, I didn't. Just, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Give us a repost. Yeah. A repost. Yeah, give us a repost. Give us a. Is it still likes or is it? Um, give us a fave. Yeah. Right <laughs> Triple H, out yeah. here sucking up to Elon Musk on Twitter. <laughs> See, now y'all understand yeah, why, why I go in on this man, bro. <laughs> that was shameless. He could, he could not have felt proud of himself after he did that. He probably looked himself in the mirror. He's like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Dude, I never regret slandering Triple H because he did a shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, man, thank you all for tuning in to another edition of S2C. We back, baby. We'll be back again. Hit the music. With. Yeah, hit the fucking music. Oh, oh shit. I wasn't ready. I don't want to play. No, no, no. No, no. I don't know what our music is. We need new music, damn it. Why didn't post? Let's get in the booth. <laughs> All right, this is. We'll see you guys. Back. Peace.